all right. Now you get none. How's things? You well? AOL? I got a nice compliment there uh, from uh, someone saying, Tony, I think you have a lovely voice. I think you have a lovely singing voice. I'd actually love to hear you do more singing, someone said. So, Gary, let me tell you this. My name is Jean Valjean. I'm going to have Jean Valjean be the new character who encourages me to sing. Do it, Tony. Okay, I will. Then I'll return. I pledge my word. Then I'll return. You must think me mad. I've haunted you across the years. Uh, one of my, I've, I've a couple of, I've, I found a, a couple of bucket lists, right? One thing I want to do in my bucket list, right? I want to build a cabin in the wood out of slats, out of, uh, slats, <laughs> out of slats, you know, panels. If those bloody lads from East Wall don't get other bloody slats for the bonfire. I tell you, you couldn't move in Merino. If you had a bit of wood in you, there was like a, there was like a fucking red dot pointed at you by the lads in East Wall trying to get the slats off you. So if I can get, manage to get some slats off the off the crew of the East Wall crew, I'm gonna go into the woods and I'm gonna build a cabin, a little wanking cabin. What else am I gonna do? Well, I'm not gonna not exclusively. Oh my god! I was about to stop. I was about to stop the, the, the podcast. This is this is what I do. I'm like, why did I say wanking cabin? And then and then I was gonna stop it um, for whatever you know, for sitting in there playing the guitar, you know, for just. I am not a woodman. I grew up with, um, I suppose, a, a quite, uh, and this was nothing put on me by parents or anything like that, but I suppose I, I grew up quite judgmental of people who did woodwork. I think even though woodwork would have been something I would have loved to do, I was scared to do it because the attitude at the time was that tough boys do it. Tough boys do woodwork. And I've got glasses. You know what I mean? Do you ever meet? I tell you what. When you, if you ever meet a fucking a mad lad who's got glasses, some lad who'd be like, "What are you fucking saying?" But he's got glasses. If they have glasses, being like, "This guy can fucking kill you." Any mad lad who's got glasses, I believe. I told you the story, of Gary Moore, right? Gary Moore. Gary Moore had glasses. The little fella. I told you the story. I was walking around uh, Rahini. And a bunch of lads, some lad looked like he'd just kind of been in a bit of a tussle, a bit of a scrap. There was a bit of an energy raw from something else. And he was like, oh, fuck's sake, man. Oh, I tell you what, man. When I see Gary Moore, when Gary Moore gets here, I'm going to... And then you just hear it from the corner. What are you going to do when Gary Moore gets here? What are you going to do? Oh, leave it, Gary. That's where I got Gary from. Um, and little Gary Moore showed up and started taking lumps out of him, out of the big lad. And Gary Moore had glasses, Right? I tell you, I tell you the trifecta, right? And look, I'm not having to go at anyone here, right? But if you are ever started on by a little fella with glasses who's a bit camp, then you need a fucking run. In fact, you need to move country. That is the wild. What are you fucking saying? What the fuck are you saying? You don't know about me. You don't know about my life. You need to fucking run, right? That's the trifecta. So, in, you know, in general, I just walk over, I, I, I walk over to the other side of the road. If I see a, a small lad with glasses pulling shapes, then I'm fucking moving, right? How did I get onto this? Um, um, <laughs> you don't know about me. You don't know about my dad. Whatever. I shouldn't have brought the dad. Um, 
But um, but yeah, um, well, another another things in my uh, in my bucket list: uh, build a cabin in the woods made of slats. Um, and um, another one was uh, pop uh, pop an ollie, pop a proper ollie up onto a grind. I'd love to be able to even just pop an ollie up onto a lip and hold it there and then hop off. As skateboarder boy I was, um, I was more, I was kind of more into just the scene than I was, I was shy at skateboarding, right? I was a skateboarding kid, I couldn't do fuck all, right? And I tell you, it's a lesson that I should have lit, that I should have held with me for the rest of my life. When you drop in on a ramp, you need to put your best foot forward. Like, you literally have to lean into it as if the board, as if you're going to snot yourself. If you go back, then you're just going to have it slide under you. You know, no half measures as Hank. No, not Hank. Who said it in Breaking Bad? Your man. Your man in Breaking Bad. No half measures, right? If you start leaning back on the foot, the board's going to go for money. You need to go head first. You need to go head first. You need to say, hey, I'm dumb. I might smash my head. I don't care. Hey, will you meet me? You know, I'm stupid. I don't expect you to say otherwise. You know? So, uh, so that'll be it. Be able to drop in on a ramp comfortably. And then from dropping in, pop an ollie up onto a lip of something, like a like a grind on a skateboard, right? That's another one. Um, another one, of course, is winning the Eurovision, right? That's a dream. I won't put that on the bucket list. That's a dream, is winning the Eurovision for Ireland. Because um, I think that's where people fall short, is they're like, I just want to, I'd love to just compete in the Euro. No, 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 no. You've got to win. You've got to say, I'm going to fucking win the Eurovision. And I am going to win the Eurovision, but that's a dream. A bucket list for me would be to uh, be Jean Valjean in uh, in a, a community theater version. I don't care what it is, right? Hopefully, maybe hopefully I get big enough in you know in the in the realm of celebrity that I can be washed up. You know, I'd love to get to the stage where I'm washed up celebrity Tony Cantwell uh, in you know rehab celebrity rehab the musical. My name is Jean Valjean. Please, just give it a bliff. Um, I'd love that, right? So I'd love to perform as Jean Valjean in something or um, or in a Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'd love to be Frank and Furter, right? Two ends of the of the masculine spectrum. Uh, and I'd, I tell you, I'd love to do them both. I want to be I want to be Tim Curry's Frank and Furter in Rocky Horror Picture Show. All right? Okay? Good. That's, that's some of the bucket lists, right? Build a cabin in the woods, pop an ollie, and perform in a musical. Another musical. I already was in a musical. No big deal. No big deal. Um, oh, also, I wrote a song. So I wrote a song. This is my song for Europe, right? This is Tony Cantwell's song for Europe. And also, I want to say this, right? I was doing a bit of Googling, right? I am not... I think as this podcast grows, I'd love to get it. I'd love to make it a, you know... I'd love to make it the a, a full-time... Thing. Not the only thing that I do, but I'd like it to. I'd like to have it. There be a video, you know, associated with it. I'd like to do it from a studio. I'd like to have a producer who could help me source information. So if I say, "What is the selection process for the Eurovision?" I sound like an idiot out there. Then someone can actually tell me this is what it is. But from what I found out online, where is it? Here it is. Um, the selection process from 1965 to 1982. Uh, there was the national song contest. And similarly in 84 to 96. Then there was a Euro. So Eurosong, the first first version of Eurosong, this was 1987 to 2001. Whatever was done in that period of 1987 to 2001 
for selection needs to be revisited. That is the winning formula. I don't know how it works, right? Um, and there's also been Eurosong from 2008 to 2015. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same selection process. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember televoting. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm so dumb that I completely forgot that five years ago. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't living in Ireland from 2000 and, uh, 2009 to... Was it? 2009 till... Um, 20 whatever 2016 so you know i missed out on a lot right i didn't know if there was something you'd be calling in right so maybe there was maybe there was but i think that's something needs to be revisited what i'm getting at is oh yeah i wrote a song and i'm happy to go through the proper rigmarole right of entering the competition properly and getting the televotes you know i don't look plume don't need any extra treatment here you know what i mean Treat me as you would a Linda Martin, a Johnny Logan. Do you know what I mean? This is my song. This is um, this song is called um, you, Europe is an island. Okay, here we go. I just realised I wrote "fucking hey" by Four Nine Blondes. Sake. And I said, hey, 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 I said, hey, what's going on? Whatever. I, <laughs> I wrote this song. I wrote this song about 15 minutes ago and I thought, fucking hell, that's great. That's really good. And like, it has a, and like, you know, and I, I, I convince myself sometimes. You know, the, the, the making of a good song is when you have that kind of familiar feeling to it. Like yesterday. Like when Paul McCartney wrote yesterday. Ham and eggs, how I really love my ham and eggs. It came to him in a dream, right? And he's like, and that's already been written. And he's like, no, it hasn't. So I thought, well, this is my version of it, right? Fucking hell. And I try. Oh my God, do try. Um, here we go. Europe is an alien. And I'm the lord of the flies So give me them 12 points, baby yeah, yeah. Or I'll smash in your four eyes Cause you're all pigs Pigs You're all pigs at the end of it right we got a lot to talk about it's part four of eurovision viva and let's get on to it this is tony cantwell shit show eurovision baby e is for every country in the world and u is for you and me a boy and girl r is for really really good song and o is for oh my god i wasn't wrong Victory and getting marks. I for idea, it starts just with a spark. As for surprise at the stars in our eyes. I for imagine that that was you and I. Oh, for 100 points for the show. And for should we stop? Oh, hell, I'm saying no. Ah, lovely stuff there. Thank you very much again, composer Connor Moore, there for the theme song. We did it, guys. 
We did it, girls. We did it, NBs and gender fluids. We are here at the Eurovision Grand Final to declare today what is the single greatest Eurovision entry of all time. Irish Eurovision entry, I should have said, but I'm not editing this because we're going fucking raw today. So I'm not editing that. Um, what was once 45 is now 8. But as well as that, we got a few international Eurovision surprises coming up on the episode. But I do want to thank everyone who has been uh, supportive, who has been telling me what they've liked, what they haven't liked, disagreed, agreed for the most part, I have to say. Got a bit of hate for the Linda Martin stuff. Listen, Linda, Linda, honey, listen, listen, Linda, you know I love you, you know you're my baby, and this country can never repay you for what you did. Starting the streak. Starting the streak with why me, okay? Yes, it didn't win on the day in this tournament, but what it did for this country, it put Ireland on the map, it made all the fingers point and say we need to give them even more points. Three years on the trot. So thank you very much for that. But what I want to start this episode, before we go into declaring the winner and going into the tournament, uh, I want to say a special thank you in a special Eurovision version of Tony's name drop corner. Is it Louis Walsh or Bono? He's the horn for. Let's find out in Tony's name drop corner. Here we go. You can't. Um, so what's weird about this podcast is I still don't really focus on the fact that this is broad. I'm broadcasting, right? I'm broadcasting stuff. I'm, I'm, this is going out. This has a reach. This is not just me doing this in a room, putting it on a website. I mean, it is just that, me doing it in a room, putting this on a website, and then people being able to go onto the website and listen to it. But it is broadcast, right? So it does have a level of reach. And this podcast has reached or come in junction with some actual Eurovision entrants, and in some cases, Eurovision winners. Um, so to give you an example, on the Patreon, someone got in contact, says their auntie is uh, Kim Jackson who came 10th for uh, Ireland in 1991. Could it be that I'm in love? So there's a little conjunction there. Uh, I also got a message from, where is he here? Um, a chap, Connor Eads. Connor Eads, his da, wrote Take Him Home, the uh, Jump the Gun song that I was a big fan of, which came 8th for Ireland in 1988. Um, and he says his da plays it in the gaff every Christmas. Um, so that's that. What else we got here? Um... Oh, yeah, David Gill Martin. David Gill Martin uh, got in contact. He says that his, his, pal's da, his pal Dan's dad is Paul Harrington of Rock and Roll Kids. And he played a bit of the podcast to Paul Harrington. And Paul Harrington said, uh, I sounded like a young Terry Wogan. So, what you think of that? Huh? For Tony's name drop corner. So, here we go. Was it Louis Walsh or Bono heed the horn for? Turns out it was Kim Jackson, Jump the Gun, and Paul... Fuck. Paul Harrington, here we go. You can't. Um, so thank you very much for reaching out. But look, we have got a jam fucking packed show today let me tell you what's coming up in the final of the tony cantwell best of irish 2020 eurovision it's 
once there was 45, now there's only 8. First off, we have Here Comes the Croon, when Pat McGeegan has the chance of a lifetime, when he faces off against Red Hurley. Forget love, will Ryan Dolan survive when he faces off against the vicious twins, Jedward? Will they leave his collar soaked in blood? Or lipstick? Don't mind, that doesn't make any sense. In what I'm calling the Little Devil's Three-Way. Then it's the Battle of the Head, in that it's the voice versus the eyes. To become the face of Ireland, Neve Cavada versus Emer Quinn. Then it's Hold Me Now versus Rock and Roll Kids, or as I'm calling it, the Hold My Kids while I fuck a rock at this lad for stealing my role. Uh, whatever. It's the reanimated corpse of Johnny Logan versus Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan. As well as that, Kamala Shin. We're going to have the proper Euro 2020 mini contest, given the fact that the entries did not get to compete in the Eurovision 2020 and will not be able to compete in 2021. We want to shine a light and decide what is the best on the bookies top four and what song makes it through to the final and should have won Eurovision 2020. As well as that, we got a couple of awards. We're not finished yet, keep playing the music. As well as that, we got a couple of awards. We have Miss Congeniality Award for the classiest act all across this competition and the Spirit of the Eurovision Award for who was, in my opinion, the act that encapsulates the Eurovision the best across all countries over the years. Wow. And you don't even have to pay for this one. And you don't even have to pay for this one. But look, we have there's so much going on that we just need to jump straight into it. First off, as I said, we have Battle of the Croon. Now, here comes the Croon. Here comes the Croon. Ready or not. Pat McGeegan, chance of a lifetime against Red Hurley's when. Um, so here is Pat McGeegan. Funnily enough, I don't know if you know this, Pat McGeegan, father of boxer Barry McGuigan. Chance of a lifetime. I'm going to read some of the YouTube comments here. The orchestration is perfect. The horns are mournful. The most beautiful song from Ireland and definitely the winner, says someone from Italy. Great song. Great singer should have won. That wonderful oh, the sun shone down on us from above. Why should I be out walking that day? The chance of a lifetime of He's another one, to be fair. All the talk of uh, your Dickie Rocks and your Johnny Logans. Red Hurley. Pat McGeegan. What a crooner. What a great song. Great stuff. Pat, you are up against Red Hurley's win. Again, I will be, because I've run out of things to say, reading the YouTube comments. Great song. Great lyrics. Well sung. Deserves more recognition. Days of one are gone, and all the nights are long. Then all my thoughts run on to you. When the lonely silence calls, when I walk through empty halls, then all my thoughts run on to you. One comment here saying, At last I found it. I couldn't speak English when I first heard it 30 years ago, and I've been searching for it ever since. You come and 
Oh, here's a lovely comment here from Grayson O'Callaghan. Tony Cantwell's shit show podcast brought me here. Your love was all my world. My days, my life, you were. Then all the songs were songs of you. I tasted well of sweet success. All right, I'm going to move on to the big bit. You know what it is. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? This is the semi-semi-final. What some might say the quarter-final, except that I incorrectly um, named the last thing the quarter-final. I think, Red. look, uh, well, look, a bit of info on that song. Um, Italy, at the time, gave us the maximum 12 points, and the UK gave us 10 points, um, from what I saw on a YouTube comment. But, as it's been seen, you can't... Ever since I fucking fucked up with that Bucks Fizz bit of trivia in the last episode, I can't be trusting YouTube comments. I, I often find it funny when, uh, whenever we don't get 12 points from the UK when we're watching the Eurovision, it like the fucking, the venom in people. It's as if we just watched uh, The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Like, what? We didn't get, it's the fucking least they could do is give us 12 points every single year, no matter what we put out there. And then whenever we end up giving the UK 12 points, everyone in the, yep. Yeah, that's good. That's actually great. That's great for relations. That's great with Anglo-Irish uh, relations. Um, speaking of Anglo-Irish, yeah, Dickie's got a well-hung and he's got a rare old head. Red, come on. Look, I'm not going to do the competition here where people actually have to fight to the death. I'm going to have a respectful handshake agreement. Um, what Pat McGeegan and um, Red Hurley are in the ring. Um, and Pat, I think, kind of knows... Pat knows his number's up, right? He puts his hand out and he goes to shake Red's hand. Red goes in with his big Irish hand, grabs the hand, spins Pat around and gives him a stutter! <laughs> and then he's all like, gets up and it's like, nah, 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 nah. like a little rabbit dog. Red Hurley, the gentleman of the competition, turns out not a gentleman at all. He has just stunnered and knocked out Pat McGeegan. Pat McGeegan is um, being carried out in a stretcher. The song, anyway, Pat McGeegan himself is is, is, is long since passed. Um, whatever. Uh, congratulations, Red, for making it into the semi-finals. Now, next up, we have the Battle of the Head, in that it's the voice versus the eyes. Now, this is this is a come on. This is a fucking serious competition here. We've got Neve Cabinet versus Emer Quinn. Both this is gonna be really tough. Genuinely, this is going to be really tough for me. Um, in the order that we have it here, we have, yeah, Neve Kavanagh is first. 1993 winner, Neve Kavanagh, in your eyes. Again, I'm going to read some of the songs, or some of the lines from YouTube here. Showing my feelings locked inside. RPG Maniac says, the most beautiful song in the history of the Eurovision. to take my heart I built you all around me, afraid of letting go. But suddenly an open door, and 
everyone sang best ever Eurovision, best song. I see the light leading me home again. What a fucking song. AIB gave her a week off when she won. Let's get to the juice. Here we go. Yes. I met her on holiday once. Nice lady. I had no idea who she was. You know what? Do you know what? I can't be giving her too much because she is up against the voice. So look, let's hear both. Listen, Emer Quinn, let's have her. Keep in mind, we have the streak. Eddie Friel, the Brock Lesnar of Ireland, F5'd us. And Emer Quinn came back with this. She's like an elf from Lord of the Rings, says someone. This would totally win either to, to tomorrow or any amount of years. The voice is so amazing. Listen, my child, you say to me, I am the voice of your history. Be not afraid, come comment here. Can people stop talking about Celtic? Celtic didn't win the Eurovision. Alright, let's get to the nice part. Hey! Show us your little dance there, John. You get my show us your little dance. Lovely stuff there from Emer Quinn. What do we think? Come on, what do we think? It's tough, isn't it? We got Neve Kavanagh, Emer Quinn. I mean, arguably both could be the face of Ireland. Like, I mean, if if I was to, if I, if we were to get a, a fiver note again, now do you know what? Well, yeah, no, the fiver, because you'd see more of them. I'd put one of their faces on them, you know? I'd put... Oh, who would I put on the currency? I'd put Bono on the hundo. I'd put... Um, I'd put Dave Allen on the 50, right? I'd put comedian Dave Allen on the 50. Um, I would put uh, Colin Farrell from his sex tape when he had the shaved head on the 20 breakfast lunch and dinner right on the 20 um no i put them on the 10 because breakfast should only cost a tenner breakfast lunch and dinner should only cost a tenner um i would call i would put so i'd have either emer quinn or neve cabin on the five i'd have colin farrell from the sex video with the playmate on the 10 at breakfast lunch and dinner i'd have dave allen as the 50 bono as the bono as the hundo 
Um, who would I have in the? Who would I have in the twenty? Um, who would I have? Maybe Katie Taylor on the twenty, and Katie Taylor on the twenty. Um, but who am I putting on the fiver? Who is getting through? It's the battle of the head. And who is ahead? Look, I listen. I think you know who wins. You know who wins, right? But I, 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 I. Rap, 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 rap. Okay, here we go. Boom, ka, boom, ba, boom, ka, boom, boom, ka, boom, ba, boom, quan. E McQueen, you know I love you, hon. You are rocking to the date break of dawn, but you will not win this competition because you're not a bitch. You're a lovely girl. Ah, oh, what am I talking about? Um, look, Neve Kavanaugh wins. Neve Kavanaugh wins, but listen, Emer Quinn, Emer Quinn, you bookended the success of this country. We can never repay you for what you did for this country. Emer Quinn, can you please come out to the ring? And I would like to ask all of the other Eurovision uh, contestants to come out um, while we all stand for seven Undertaker gongs to celebrate the, our seventh victory in the Eurovision and for Emer Quinn coming back and reclaiming us on the world stage. Seven gongs in silence, please. Thank you very much, Emer Quinn. So let's thank Emer for the music, for giving it to us. Congratulations, Neve Cavanaugh. You are the face of Ireland on the five bob note, and you are through to the semi-finals. Next up, we have the Divils, the Little Divils three-way, as it is Jedward versus Ryan Dolan, a.k.a. the Battle of the Lovely Boys with the Nice Skin, although some would say Jedward, one of them doesn't have very very nice skin. Um, and apparently that's how you tell them apart, Daily Mail, you fucking horrible. They're just kids. That's what I said in the Daily Mail. One of them, uh, Edward, has bad skin. Horrible, horrible magazine for such good boys. Um... So let's be having you. Let us have. Do you know what? Let's have Ryan Dolan first, right? Ryan Dolan might be the bit of the front runner coming into this. This is 2013's dead last. Ryan Dolan only love survives. Ha! Shit, straight in, just straight in. Seriously, if anyone knows Ryan Dolan, can you get me in touch? The strings, like this, they just threw everything at this song. Did this not win? And even if the sun, the 
going to leave you wanting more on that. I'm going to leave you wanting more to prove a point of how good that song is. But look, it's up against Jedward. This is the battle. This is the Divil's three-way. Um, Jedward versus Ryan Dove. Here we go. I found a couple of Jedward jokes on the Daily Mail. Here's one. Um, why don't Jedward play hide-and-seek? Because no one will look for them. How do you get Jedward to play in unison? Shoot one, says the Daily Mail. How do you put a sparkle in Jedward's eye? Singular, it says here. Shine a torch in their ears, it says here. Plural, so how do you handle that? Still the best we've performed in the last 20 years, this song. Look, I actually, uh, you all know how I feel. You all know how I feel about the songs, right? You all know I have a leaning. I have said previously in other episodes that I believe Ryan Dolan's Only Love Survives is the greatest Eurovision entry of all time. Lipstick is an absolute toe-tapping banger. Here's another uh, Jedward joke for you. How many Jedwards does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They can't get that high. I don't know what that means. The what I tell you, this, this, is a, this is a good one, though. This is the one I, had in, I was laughing at on Patreon. Well, here it is, right? What do a vacuum cleaner and Jedward have in common? They both suck when you plug them in. <laughs> Look, I love the jokes, but Jedward, let's thank Jedward for the music. Jedward, I'm sorry, guys. It's not your time. I um, I don't want them to die. I don't want them to die, right? I don't want them to die. Um, I don't. Um, so I'm not going to have them killed. I respect them. I love them. I genuinely do believe they are a national treasure. See, this is what I, I don't like, right? I don't like when people hop on a bandwagon and that, that, that you know, like people, ha- you know, give out about Crystal Swing or a Jedward or something like that. Like these things, because you see them, are not stealing the limelight from anything else, right? No one is stealing anything from any anyone else. And I know that it can feel like that sometimes. You look at Jedward and you think, why isn't that bloody girl band, you know, or Fontaine's or something like that? Do you know what I mean? But... Yeah, you just have to respect the fact that they're not... It's not the same stage, right? It's like when I was young, younger and I was all like, how can you... How do you how do you prefer bloody Britney Spears to Nirvana, you know? How do you prefer, you know, Baby One More Time to the song Rape Me, you know? You just got to understand that there are different things and no one is stealing limelight from anyone else. There's enough space. Thank God for Jedward. I love you. But Ryan Dolan, you are through to the full-blown semi-final. Congratulations, my baby. You know I love you. Next up we have... Okay, fucking hell. Uh, Now we have um, Hold Me Now versus Rock and Roll Kids, or as I'm calling it, the Hold My Kids While I Fuck a Rock at This Lad for Stealing My Role. Hang on, have I messed this up? Have I messed this up? Is this still going to be... Right, look, I have messed this up, right? But listen, let me explain what's happened here, right? As it stands, you have 
I've I've done these competitions. I've I've declared these competitions in the wrong order. Okay, it was meant to be Red and Pat McGeegan first, then Jedward and Ryan, then Neve and Emer, and now Johnny and Paul. I'm keeping with that. And this is the way it was throughout the entire tournament. I can't mess up the order now, okay? So I have messed it up there. But at the moment, as it stands, it is Red Hurley versus Ryan Dolan. And Neve Kavanagh will now be facing either Johnny Logan or Paul Harrington, Charlie McGilligan, in the full-blown semi-final. So let's get on to that now. Right, here we go. Local bully, Johnny Logan. I can't believe that. Like, literally... Like, antagonizing Dickie Rock, having said, I thought we were friends. Um, But what a banger. Here we go. This is going to be really tough. 1987 winner from Johnny Logan. Johnny Logan, the greatest entrant in Eurovision history. Don't close your heart to how you feel. Dream. Don't be afraid the dream's not real. Close your eyes. Pretend it's just the two of us again Make believe this moment's here to stay Touch, touch me the way you used to do I know, tonight could be all I'll have with you From now on, you'll be with someone else instead of me So tonight Let's fill this memory for the last time. Hold me now. Don't cry. Don't say a word. Just hold me now. And I will know that we're apart. We'll always be together. Forever in love. Ah. What do you say when words are not? It is just an effortlessly, again, it's this song and the next song are songs that I just actually have to stop and listen to every time I hear them. This is not just, like I said this before, Hold Me Now is not just something you put on for a laugh and we laugh about the fact that it's a great song. It is a banger and it has heart and you know exactly the situation. You need even a very loose grasp of English. You can figure out exactly what the situation here. This is not some fucking pander to Europe anthem. It is just we're breaking up. That's the way it's going to be. We had a good run. We have tonight. And tonight we're just going to celebrate what we had. It's beautiful. I love it. Does it compare to what a lot of people, what a lot of my peers would say, friends, is the greatest entry of all time? I remember 62. I was 16 and so were you And we lived next door All this On the avenue avenue. All those little (laughs) Jerry Lee was big and Elvis too Blue jeans and blue suede shoes And we never knew What life held in store We just wanted to rock and roll all that Brilliant. We were the rock and roll kids Rock and roll was all we did And listening to those songs on the radio 
was once upon a time Now we never seem to rock and roll anymore Look, I'm not even a rock and roll kid And that just, there's a nostalgia melodically It melodically gets under your skin And makes you think of the best times in your life And why they're not around anymore It just, through any language, hits that I mean, for me, it wouldn't be rock and roll kids It'd be Pokemon Me thinking of playing Pokemon just fucking transferring Pokemon from one Game Boy to the other and how class that was. We were the Pokemon kids. Playing Pokemon was all we did. Whether it was yellow, red, or blue. Bulbasaur or Mr. Mime. Nidorina or Nidoran And now we never seem to Pokemon anymore Pokemon Kids wins Pokemon Kids, Rock and Roll Kids wins Johnny, you've lost my respect recently Because of your bully and the poor Dickie Rock Even though apparently he did spit Well, I don't know what that fucking MAGA lad was saying Obamagate See Trump posting about Obamagate Anyway, this isn't a politics podcast This is a Eurovision podcast and rock and roll kids makes it through for the battle of the uh, the kids' voices. <laughs> no, it's not the voices. It's the eyes, little children's eyes. Whatever. I don't know what I'm uh, Neve Kavanagh versus Paul Harrington, Charlie McGettigan in the full-blown semi-final. How exciting! What we're gonna do though is take a little bit of a break from that to look at this year's 2020 contest what i've decided to do is look at the top four bookies favorites which were italy bulgaria lithuania and iceland uh, and compete them together to decide what essentially is the best song of all these so what i've how i've paired it is italy versus bulgaria and lithuania versus iceland it lithuania and iceland both have a kind of dancey tune italy and bulgaria a bit of a crooner tune and the spirit of the eurovision so first off we're going to have italy here we go. Look, I said I'd deliver more. I'm delivering your full-blown Euro fix. This is Diodato. Faramore. Here we go. Sai che cosa penso? Che non dovrei pensare. Do you think I shouldn't think? Because when I think I'm an animal And if I think of you, you're a soul But maybe it's this storm That brings me to you And I know I shouldn't be around Without a shield But I got that It's a fucking banger, I love it Banger. What a banger. So that's Italy. Faramore qui. 
So Italy won twice, once in 1964 for a song called Non lo letta paramati, which was sung by, at the time, the youngest entrant ever, uh, 16 years and three months. Do you know what that translates to, the, the song? I'm not old enough to love you. Written by a pedo, no doubt. Uh, I, um, I'm a broadcaster. Uh, uh, well, uh, some could say, written by a pedophile. Um, no, honestly, the lad who wrote that, he would have been, she would have been 15 when he wrote that. If she was 16 years and three months by the time she sang it, through all the rigmarole actually getting the song out, I'm not old enough to love you. Non-spashion. Uh, and they also won again in 1990 uh, with a song called Insieme, 1992, which was a song hyping up the European Union. Coming up in two years, you little lick. Little lick, a little lick, a little fucking lick for Europe. And uh, that was also the same year that Liam Riley, somewhere in Europe, battle of the fucking licks that year. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so that's Italy. Italy is up against um, Bulgaria. Um, this is uh, by Victoria. Tears getting sober. So Victoria was actually the bookies front runner for the whole competition. This song. Victoria um, came to prominence in the X Factor. She competed three years in the on the trot to get in. Eventually got in uh, and then left the show in week nine. She wrote this. Here we go. Great, in my head is taking over me. Ten deja vu day And each time I'm getting colder Pain, I should let it go Your lies burn like sugar Tears are getting sober now And I've been here before So wait that I'm holding on my shoulders I'm gonna let it go This is my first time trying Look how the Sounds like Billie Eilish Not to point at the obvious here Look, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give it too much time there. I, I, I think both those songs are fucking bangers. And I think that's... I respect that. I think it's kind of understated. It's not too over the top. It knows what it is. It lives in the pocket of its own melody. But it's just expertly done. I think that's fantastic. Where does it come? I don't know. I love that. Fire amore. Qui. <laughs> I... Oh. I tell you what. Why don't we... No, I have to give a fucking... I have to do this as well. Oof. I love how just low-key that is. Do you know what? Coming into this competition, I had not... I was just giving it to Italy. I was like, this is going straight into Italy's pocket. But I think that's better. I think that's just a cool, chill... And the video is pretty cool as well. I highly recommend checking it out. Victoria, congratulations. I was... I, I'd full intention of Italy getting through because I've been listening to that Fire Amore song uh, on repeat since I heard it and um, I look I'm I'm, spe- I'm I'm fucking speechless I'm 
conspicuous. Right next up, we have Lithuania, which was, um, I think, the second front runner overall in the competition. This is by The Roop with the song On Fire, which had one of the more uh, well-known dances. This is also a battle of the dances because Iceland had a well-known dance. Uh, Daddy and Freer uh, think about things. But this is The Roop, On Fire. You can't see it now, but he's holding a magnifying glass up. I'm a human, not a stone. I can make a change and go wherever I want to. Go. They told me maybe I'm too old, but there's fire in my soul. This came first in the charts in Lithuania. The heat is getting higher. I feel that I'm on fire. Scoring the highest ever televote in Lithuanian history. My the song is about staying in your I prime as you get older. People in their 30s already feel untimely, aged, and hopeless. I believe this is not normal. Oh, fucking hell, drop something there. There's no doubt I'm strong enough to reach the state I've dreamed of. It's gonna happen. I can just be a better man. man. The heat is getting higher. I feel that I'm on fire. I have faced difficult thoughts, but I strive to change my approach to things, put more energy into my activities than I did when I was in my 20s. With this song, I want to send my listeners constant confidence and good vibes. So, this is the part. People are doing like a chicken dance where they put their head, hands up like their little chicken. Right, I respect you, Roop. So the chicken dance is kind of putting your, you know, you do like kind of butterfly things over thing. What do you call like the chicken's hat? You know, like little giblets. The chicken hat. Yeah, well, that's the dance that they do. It's a great song. I can't see, look, I'm not even, I can't even slag these off. That's a banger, right? Um, But, oh, come on. Come on. Iceland, here we go. Come on. Daddy and Freyr. So frontman Daddy is six foot nine. Um... Iceland were personally asked to enter the song into Songvakepen. That's the song competition after the 2017 tune, which is also a banger and I highly recommend it, isn't it? Okay! Like, this tune went viral. I heard this tune before any other tune. It was like, everyone needs to check out it. Iceland song. Oh, I know I love you. I find it out to see how you feel about me. Because I don't understand you. Oh, you are yet to learn how to speak. When we first met, I will never forget. Like, I don't even want to talk over it. It's great. Because even though I didn't know you yet, we were bound together then and forever. And I could never gets better. I can't wait to know. What do you think about things? Believe me. This would have blown up on TikTok. Because of the dance. Alright, that's a fucking banger, right? It gets even better. Um, Lithuania, I respect you. I am not a man. Uh, my respects to you, Chicken Boo, and your chicken dance, but I'm giving it to Iceland. Whoa! Right. 
So now we have in the final, Victoria versus Iceland in the final. But you know what? Let's take a little break. Let's go on to the full-blown semi. We are back in Ireland. It is Red versus Ryan, Neve versus Rock. Um, in the set full-blown semi-final. Red Hurley, give it to us one more time. We have already heard it. Let's get into the middle of the song. The best part. Right, and let's get into the best part of this song. Red versus Ryan. Sorry, I need to point this out. There's an Irish guy in the crowd here. Listen to this. Just listen to this. Woo! Woo! What are you here? <laughs> And you think, like, this song is, this song is 90 seconds in, and it adds a new part every 15 seconds. Like, it is unrelenting. Right, um, look, look. Red, red, um, what do you, okay, what do you think? What do you think? Red v. Ryan, red v. Ryan. Has the song grown on you? Am I, because, uh, you know, am I the only one who thinks that that is the, one of the best bangers in Eurovision history? Well, listen, Red, you know I love you. I respect you. When you talk about the, the Battle of the Crooners, when you talk about some of the Ireland's greatest Eurovision entries, you deserve to be in the top five, in my opinion. In my opinion. You've made it here. When, I put when over, I mean, if it was even when versus what's in a year, I don't know. We could be having a different conversation. Did we already have that? I don't even remember. I don't even know. I'm doing this too long. Red Hurley, I respect you. I love you. I think you've an incredible voice. But it is Ryan Dolan, in my opinion, moving on to the final of the Tony Cantwell shit show Best of Irish TC Cinematic Universe 2020. Um, what am I calling this tournament? I'll figure it out. I'm sure you'll see it in the, in, in the, in the notes. Congratulations to Ryan Dolan. You've made it through to the final. You disagree with me? Do your own fucking contest. Right, next up we have... Um, this is going to be really tough. This is possible. This is the toughest part. This is the toughest part of this competition. Is Neve Cavan is in your eyes versus Rock and Roll Kids. I don't know what's going to happen here. I, uh, Neve Cavan... <laughs> What do you think, guys? Come on. What are, you, what are your initial instincts here? Again. 
Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? It's that in your eyes, that just bit there. It's that bit versus the never seem to rock and roll anymore. It is those two parts for me in direct competition. That's where it comes from in terms of this competition where it breaks down. Those are my two favorite parts of the song. Oh my God, this is so tough. These are both, these both, uh, you know, I'm not going to do a cop out. I'm not doing a RuPaul cop out where they both win. One will win. I know I just played this book. Jesus. I remember 62. I remember Pokemon. I was 16 and so were you. And we lived next door. On the avenue. On the avenue. I can roll anymore. On the avenue. Jerry Lee was big and Elvis too. Blue jeans and blue suede shoes. And we never knew what life held in store. We just wanted to rock and roll Oh God, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, I don't know. Do you know what? I think I do know and I just don't want to say it. I think I know and I don't want to say it. Let me let you in on a little insider thing here, right? Um, I... I, uh, you know, to do this, I, I, I didn't want to come in here and just listen to them and make my mind up, right? So I had all this in an Excel spreadsheet and I had all the winners kind of laid out. I had, I had, I, I picked, I picked initially what my gut instinct was, right? Um, and my gut instinct was, in this case, of course, Neve Kavanagh. Of course, Neve Kavanagh in your eyes. But now, after hearing them both back to back, I've cha- uh, let me explain, right? There's always, a, like, you know, even my favorite songs, there's always some parts kind of, you know, there's either a verse or a or a bridge or a chorus or something that I don't like in a song, or it's just not as good as the, the different part. Like, in, in Rock and Roll Kids, though, every single part of it, like, it grabs my attention from the piano, it grabs my attention in the harmonies, you know, those are, I just wanted to rock and roll forever. I don't know any other song like that. Neve Kavanagh is an incredible ballad. It's it's up there with an, if this was Neve Kavanagh versus Whitney Houston, I have nothing. I don't even know, or I will always love you. Like, I don't know who would win that. I personally don't. Like, I think it's, I think it's up there with them. I just think Rock and Roll Kids is a better song. It's the song contest. It's the song contest. And I think Rock and Roll Kids is the better song. I, I can't, I'm, I'm so surprised. I am so surprised. I, I mean, Neve, I love In Your Eyes. It's possibly my favorite. <laughs> I'm fucking. If there's, a man, if there's a man fond of hyperbole, it's me, right? Best, my favorite, the most exciting, whatever it is. I've always held Neve Cavanaugh as probably the best. And it's one that I would actually just, if I had a couple of points on me, and I wanted just to be like, hey, wait, you fucking hear this. And I just want to play it for someone. It would be Neve Cavanagh above any other song. But hearing those songs back to back, even just that verse from Rock and Roll Kids, it just grabs your attention. And I also don't know, look, the reality is Rock and Roll Kids goes on to the final. I'm, 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 I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Not that Rock and Roll Kids, it just Neve Cavanagh, I love you. I love you. I think you're, I think you're an icon. You were on the five bob note. Where you belong, 
for me, if I wanted to show a representation of Ireland, it would be it would be Neve Kavanagh. I love you. I respect you. There is no losers in this part of the competition. Um, apart from poor Pat McGeegan getting stunnered there. Um, congratulations to pa- uh, Paul Harrington, Charlie McGettig, and you are in the final up against Ryan Dolan. Only love survives. Taking another break from the Irish tournament now. I would like to hand out a couple of awards. I would like to hand out an award um, for, in my opinion, the spirit of the Eurovision. And I think the song that encapsulates the spirit of the Eurovision more than any other song in the history of its uh, competition is um, Romania 2013 Eurovision entry with It's My Life by Cesar. I'm going to remind you what the song was like. Cesar, it's my life. Caesar is a man wearing a big long dress that's also kind of like Dracula. He's got fangs. He's coming out here low range. You really have to check out this performance. Wait till you hear this. Oh, fuck hell yeah. In the video, there are people coming up from under his giant dress and dancing. And the best part. Wait, it gets even better. What? What? 2013 had some fucking bangers. This was one of them. Now I'm gonna skip ahead. Here we go. Now he's flying in the air and his dress is taking up most of the stage. I can't believe you went up in an octave. Congratulations to Caesar, the winner of the Spirit of the Eurovision Award um, for most Eurovision act of all time. I will also say that was a fucking year. That was a serious year. For bangers, 2013. Here's a little recommendation. Here's a little tidbit, actually. All of the Eurovisions are up online. If you have a Eurovision that you didn't see or don't remember who won, uh, I highly recommend getting a group of friends together on a little Zoom call, right? Or just on WhatsApp, or just call them on the phone. All hit press play at the same time. Have a little Eurovision watch party. Vote who you think is going to win. Maybe everyone gets a country. Great show. And they're all online up as far as, I think, from... Even like 94. Watch the 94 Eurovision. That's the one. That's Rock and Roll Kids. That's Riverdance. That is the three-peat. MJ and the boys. Right, now I'm going to go on to the 2020 contest final. We have Italy versus Iceland for the... No, not even. See, this is what I think. Italy didn't win. 
I go in here and then I hear the songs and it changes my heart, right? It is Victoria from um, from bloody Bulgaria versus Iceland. Let's have you. Let's have you one more time. Victoria. Great. My head is taking over me. Ten deja vu, day. And each time I'm getting colder. I should let it go Your lies burn like sugar in my wounds In time my wound will be a scar Strained, but my tears are getting sober Look, I'm sorry, look, you know who wins. You know who wins. Oh, ha! I can't wait to know What do you think about things? Believe that I will always be there So you can tell me anything And I'll listen I might even know what to say Even go up, they even give you the octave to jump. Congratulations to Iceland, the winners of the 2020 Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> Woo! Congratulations there. Um, to Iceland. Well done. My commiserations to all of the combatants, but especially Victoria uh, Diodato uh, and uh, the Roop uh, from Lithuania. Right, it's time for us to get into our grand finals. Here we go. Here we go. The grand final. Ireland. We have, as you know, Rock and Roll Kids versus Ryan Dolan. I can't play the songs again, can I? I will, I will, I will. I'm just going to do it. Ryan Dolan, come on, let's have you one more time. Let's play the second verse now this time. Such a banger. Come on, let's have you. Do you know what? Can we give... Okay, look. Um, 
Well, no, I'm not going to give it away. 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 Let's have the second verse of Rock and Roll Kids. I mean, is this all right? Is this interesting hearing the same song six times on a podcast? You have to hear them back to back. You have to hear them back to back. It's the only way to have it. Mary's down at the record store. They don't want to be around us no more. Don't want to be around us no more. Golden oldies, but we hardly speak. Too busy running to a different beat. Hard to understand. We were once like them. We were once like them. How I wish we could find those rock and roll days again. We were the rock and roll kids, and rock and roll was all we did. And listening to those songs on the radio. Uh, again, just shuts me up. I'm watching this video here. You were mine. 226 points this got. People were walking out with a point. Yeah, give us two of them. We just never seem to rock and roll. song what a year what a competition look hearing the songs back to back look i know people are going to be like well how did the fucking ryan dolan get to get to the final the nature of the competition was right we're not finished yet i'm just going to explain something to you here right the nature of this competition is it's a tournament you know how it works in the champions league you can have some team you know that's that's what's so exciting about the champions league is that you can have teams who, if they were literally to go head head to head with Barcelona or Liverpool in some cases, um, they'd be trounced. That's why you have a Liverpool Tottenham final, okay? Because the 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 tables, the you know where they position in it, has a huge as makes a huge difference, right? Ryan Dolan beat Maria Christians. Uh, wait until the weekend comes. You'll buy that, right? You'll buy that. It beat the Swarbriggs. It's nice to be in love again. You'd buy that, okay? Ryan Dolan then also beat C- column C.T. Wilkinson, Born to Sing. And it's a better song than Lipstick. It, 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 and this is not me rigging it so that Ryan Dolan would end up in the final for this competition. I know I'm a huge fan of the song. But to be honest, if Ryan Dolan went up against Neve Kavanagh, Neve Kavanagh would win. And now that Ryan Dolan is up against Charlie McGettigan, Paul Harrington. And I didn't anticipate this. I had anticipated Neve Kavanagh was going to win. But when you hear all the songs, this is what's amazing about the tournament. Everything changes. So please rise, all of your Eurovision combatants, and form a guard of honour for the winners, Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan, and songwriter Brendan Graham. I would also like to ask runners-up Ryan Dolan and Neve Kavanagh to come up and accept your silver and bronze medals, respectively. All of the combatants form a guard of honour. Linda Martin, she is not no longer saying why me. She's like, I get it. It's you. Um, you have uh, 
all of them there. Uh, Emer Quinn and Colm C.T. Wilkinson use their, their cloaks as a kind of uh, overhanging thing that they walk through. Everyone cheers. Jedward uh, smack them in, up the arse and then tickle each other and laugh. Johnny Logan's there giving Dickie Rock a poor ear lashing. Dickie Rock just wants to watch the show. He can't catch a break even in this fantasy. Um, Red Hurley is there. He salutes them. He accepts. He knows when he's been beaten. Sheba are there. They give a nod to Neve Kavanagh, a woman. And I stand up there wearing a lovely velour suit. And I say, Neve, thank you so much for what you've done to this country. I put the bronze around her neck. She gives me a kiss on the cheek and I go bright red. I turn to Ryan and I say, Ryan, that was the single greatest banger of the last 20 years. I am so proud of you and what you've done. And I think you're one of the best voices we've had in this competition. He says, thank you very much. And then I turn to the two lads and I say, lads, what you did on that night in 1994, we can never repay you for you put this country on the map. You gave us the three-peat. On the same day we had Riverdance, in the same year we had the World Cup, we won the Eurovision with rock and roll kids, Charlie McGettigan and Paul Harrington. Rise now as the greatest song in Irish history. Thank you. E is for every country in the world And U is for you and me, a boy and girl R is for really, really good songs And O is for, oh my god, I wasn't wrong B is for victory and getting marks I for idea, it starts just with a spark S for surprise at the stars in our eyes I for imagine that that was you and I Oh for 100 points for the show And for should we stop? Oh hell, I'm saying no